The biggest international festival for the business of podcasting is back. The Podcast Show London will bring together thousands of podcast creators under one roof on the 22nd and 23rd of May. Also featuring major industry players, global brands and some of the most iconic voices in podcasting. Plus creator meetups, networking and an evening festival of unmissable live shows. Passes from £89. Book yours now at thepodcastshowlondon.com. Well, question. Are you a freak? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think I'm a normal human. I'm like, whatever the spectrum is, I'm like, put me in the middle. <laughs> that, that's how I like to think of myself. You know what I think what the definition of a freak is? If someone said, picture me having sex, what do you see? <laughs> and if I can describe it and get it pretty accurate, you're not a freak. The term freak has gotten like... At one point in time, it had this negative connotation, and now everybody wants to wear it as a badge of honor. But just know what it what comes with the uh, the the title or the label of freak. People are automatically going to assume that you are open. You cannot fake it. You can't fake being a freak. Lovers and friends. Lovers and friends. I'ma take you on a trip, baby. I don't pretend. I say. Lovers and friends, uh, I'm gonna hold you down, down to the end, I said. What's going on, lovers and friends? Welcome to the podcast called The Same Damn Thing I Just Referred to You As. My name is Sham Boudram. I'm a public-facing sex and relationship expert who's been in this space for 15 years, doing the good work, spreading the love, spreading the words, learning along the way. But interesting fact, a little Sham Boudram trivia, I have actually been on the internet for 20 years, maybe like 21 to be exact. And before I was a sexologist and a sex educator, I was a blogger. I used to have a blog with Andrea Lewis, who at the time was famous for her role on Cadet Kelly and Degrassi. And we had a website called thosegirlsarewild.com where we talked about everything that we found fascinating, funny and foolish under the sun. And it was a place that allowed me to lean into and learn more about what I was actually talented at. And I hope similarly for Andrea Lewis, um, it was a place where she really realized that her true genuine gifts are acting. That's why this episode is so special because we both got to be in each of our bags and each of our purpose, um, but in the same space. This is actually Andrea's second time on those, not those girls are wild. Let's remember where we are and what, what year this is right now. This is her second time on Lovers and Friends. The first time we talked about dating in your 20s and it was one of my favorite episodes because it's light and it's funny and it's fun. The things that I really do cherish and enjoy and delight in when I'm with Andrea. Because I think in your early 20s, you take stuff like that so personal instead of just thinking, I don't know why he's doing this. However, this is not how I communicate. So I'm just gonna have to explain myself clearly. And this episode is very similar to that, um, except we're talking about sex today. And this was inspired by her movie, Three Way, which is out on Hulu right now. You can go and watch it. Essentially, it gives you the ins and outs of a threesome from the perspective of each of the individuals involved, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what their motivations are. And it had us talking and everybody who watched it talking 
about who are you in this movie? Because all of them are on varying degrees of comfort, varying degrees of sexual exploration, sexual experience. So you have to identify which one is you. And when you watch the movie and you play that game, you might realize like I did begrudgingly that you're a lot closer to the vanilla cast member than you are to the Mui Picante, hella freaky, hella open, hella experienced castmates. I'm ready. She's just addressing. And you're the turkey. Enjoy the stuffing. Girl, bye. Now, admitting that you're vanilla feels like admitting defeat, like you're waving the white flag. And some of you might be judging me right now and thinking that as a sex expert, I should be on the other side. But I feel like aspirationally, I want to be. But if I'm very honest, I've been co-opting the space. And some of you have been too. And to prove it, I want to play a game with you that's called Frico. So get out your pens and papers. It's kind of like bingo. Check off everything that you do sexually that I'm about to list. Are you ready? Let's go. Hand slash finger genital play. Massages. Oral sex. Vaginal penetration. Analingus. That's oral on butts. Light BDSM, I'm talking handcuffs, blindfolds, spanking, nipple slash breast play, dirty talk, vibrators during partner play, recording sex, threesomes, which is two women plus one man or everyone of the same gender, light food play, I'm talking whipped creams, honey, the usual suspects, temperature play with candles, ice, or special lubes, anal penetration for women, watching or listening to porn during partner play, and lastly, light feet play, All right, take a look at your cards right now. Well, congratulations. If you got bingo, your ass is vanilla. Firmly vanilla. Perhaps even vanilla with pecan or sprinkles, but you're vanilla. Now, if you can create one more row of items I did not list that you frequently do in the bedroom, then you're a freak. Anyways, three-way is the movie. Hulu is where you can watch it right now. And Andrea Lewis is the star of the movie and the starring guest on this episode of Lovers and Friends. Now, before we get into that interview, can I tell you about another star in my life, which is HelloFresh. HelloFresh is pre-proportioned, farm-fresh, chef-crafted meal kits that are delivered to your door. And thank goodness they have been delivered to my door here in Toronto because the food here is phenomenal. And if I didn't have HelloFresh, I would be going out to eat constantly. And that's just not healthy. So this is healthy for your pockets. It is healthy for the environment because there's less waste. And also it's an incredible way to ensure you have variety in your life and that you are in the kitchen for the least amount of time possible, but still in the process of making the food that you love, that you are proud to present and say, I cooked this. So keep your taste buds on your toes with 40 different recipes that are chef crafted, delivered to your door each and every week. And you can choose recipes based on a meal plan around your goals right now. So there's family friendly. If you like me, you've got lots of people to feed. Or if you are on your health kick, go with the fit and wholesome plan. Fun fact, Green Chef slash Every Plate is now owned by HelloFresh, which means more options for you. And I personally love switching between the brands depending on my taste for that week or my price needs. So speaking of price, you can actually get discounts. Listen up. Try out my family and America's number one meal kit for yourself. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50lovers and use code 50lovers for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, that is HelloFresh.com slash 50lovers with the promo code 50lovers in order to get you half off of your order and free shipping. (laughs) Congratulations on this amazing film. Thank you. And the multiple films that you have out. (laughs) I was actually saying last time I saw you that 
I just feel like your life is so abundant and great right now. <laughs> it's 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 abundant. I won't lie. I won't I won't be one of those people that's like, oh no, it's no, it's normal. I'm like, actually, no, it is very um you know what though? I'm a I'm a planter. These are all seeds that I've been planting. And then this film, I want to call it the threesome. It's not. It's called three ways. It's called three ways. <laughs> it's called three ways. And it's about a threesome. So yes, that makes sense to want to be like the threesome. I always call it the threesome, but it's called three ways. Give me the basic premise. So three ways is a story about uh, a girl named Stacy who wants to do something sexually liberating for herself and her boyfriend. And so she suggests a threesome. Within the course of the film, though, you see this uh, story being told three different ways from three different perspectives of all three people who are going to be within this threesome. And as the night uh, goes on, it doesn't really turn out the way the characters think it's supposed to turn out. But at the exact same time, everybody does get what they want in the end. Okay, so there's the question that you've been asking everybody in the PR of this is, who are they in the three way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who are you? I know. You know what? I'm like, in reality, I'm probably Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Getting pegged and peed on? I'm like, in the sense of like, I would probably, I'm like, I know I'm not quite Stacey. I'm not quite Lorraine. I'm like this in-between. And Justin, to me, the guy felt like this in-between for both in the sense of like, he was open to the things that are crazy and that you wouldn't necessarily think the person would be into but then at the same time he had the awareness to be like I don't know what I'm doing and I hope it turns out well like he was the most enthusiastic threesomes are like this thing that I find is talked about all the time and people you know it's like either people have done it and they know everything about it and they're like it's awkward or it's great or it's this or people have never done it and the thought of it is like chaotic for them and I think for me it was like I think of threesomes in that way. That's why I'm like, I can relate to Stacey in the sense of, I don't think I'd suggest it to my to my boyfriend or my husband. But um, yeah, but I would definitely be scared. I know you don't that. think you'd suggest it? No, I know I wouldn't suggest it. I know, I, that I, that's why I think I'd be Justin. <laughs> I'm like leaning back to that because I know I wouldn't suggest it. But he wasn't like against it. Would you suggest a threesome? 100%. I think so. I mean, I think I would... Yeah, I I haven't had one in full disclosure. Yeah, I haven't had a threesome. I would really like one. Okay. And I would like... When you watched the film, who did you feel like you were more like? I'm going to say... Yeah, I guess maybe I'm like Justin too. I would say <laughs> that I'm like Lorraine. But I'm, the real truth is, and that's what the theme is of all this, we're all probably Stacy. Yeah! Nobody wants to admit it. Yes, everybody's Stacy. Everybody is Stacy. <laughs> That's been the common uh, response, funny enough. And I and in reality, that's you know that's why I like the film, or that's why I like the script. Because when I read it, I was like, everybody can relate to Stacy. Like I think more people are Stacy in the sense of you want to think you're the big bad wolf. Well, question: Are you a freak? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I think I'm a normal human. I'm like, whatever the spectrum is, I'm like, put me in the middle. <laughs> that, that's how I like to think of myself. You know what I think what the definition of a freak is? If someone said, picture me having sex, what do you see? <laughs> and if I can describe it and get it pretty accurate, you're not a freak. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> because a freak is somebody that's going to do stuff that you wouldn't. It's like completely left or right. 
Yes. Not like I'm going to give a blowjob, but very enthusiastically. Yeah. It's like, that's not That's really not a freak. A freak. That's yeah. not a freak. That's actually somebody who just likes sex. Yeah. It's like, that's. You're just a normal person. You're right person. in there in the spectrum, in the center. And see, that's how I felt. That's why I was like, I knew. That's how I felt very much being Stacy. But I realized that like, like you said, like somebody would just saying like, I'm enthusiastic. I'm enthusiastically like into sex or comfortable talking about sex can make you a freak in somebody's in somebody's perspective, I, I guess. I think actually as we're talking about it, um, it's interesting to kind of weave between the three different ways of being, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I guess Lorraine would be like certified freak any day of the week. Yes. Like, I'm comfortable. This is who I am. This is my jam. Yeah. Like, I'm entering into the space in that knowingness. Mm-hmm. And what you think I'm doing, double it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put three more shots on that. <laughs> yeah. And then Justin is like kind of, I think you said, in, in the between. Mm-hmm. And then the Stacy. And I think we were all kind of like ebbing and flowing in different spaces where. Definitely. I remember when I first married, got, got together with Jared, our relationship was sexual. Mm-hmm. And we just had all kinds of new sex all the time. Yeah. And it got to a certain point where he was like, hey, life is long. We don't, <laughs> we don't have do to this. try all the stuff all the time, right? <laughs> and I'm like, no. And I don't want to really. But When you were doing that, was it like. Because you genuinely were curious or were you worried about boredom or were you just... Yeah, bored? I think you're trying to, which is good, right? It's kind of like you have a favorite restaurant mm-hmm. and you're like, I can't go there all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to try different Even stuff. I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to try different stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you try different stuff and sometimes you discover something that you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time you're like, <laughs> that one restaurant though, we should have gone there. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. Did they have tables tonight? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's kind of the weird flow with it. I had um, a happy ending massage for my birthday. Oh, excuse me. It was like me trying to be open. Hated it. <laughs> That's why I'm even thinking about this from that standpoint. I'm like, okay, I'm pushing myself. <laughs> Definitely still very vanilla for like a sex educator. <laughs> I will always say that. That like, Or just normal. Like healthy. Yeah, but someone who talks about sex for a living, I should definitely have had a threesome by now. I should have. Okay. There's definitely things that's like, okay, this is getting weird. <laughs> see, because I'm like, I see you as like healthy, like somebody who's open, somebody who's trying, somebody who's not like putting themselves in a box. Yeah. Because I think that's what happens with sex a lot is it's like we think about it in the most extreme way. It's either you're like, and this is why people compare it to like the Stacey or the Lorraine. You are literally like, I either do this thing all the time and only this thing or... It's everything you've ever seen that scares you. That's what I'm doing. And not just the person that's like, I'm open for the ride. Like, I'm, I'm down. I know my boundary. I know when something's like, okay, that's not quite me. But I'm also like, cool to do this thing over here. I, have, I had a friend, um, we talked about this a lot in terms of sex and relationship. That we're like, yeah, when when you're early on in a relationship, you're very, very excited about it, you're actually more sexual. Like that you're just like you're ready and you're all of these things. And then once you get comfortable, now you're like kind of just like, I'm just here. I'm kind of tired. <laughs> I'm kind of like, all right. Yeah, I guess so. Sure. We can try it or we cannot. Or, you know, you're just kind of in it. And we were saying, like, what is that? Like, what what happens there? And I was like, I, I just think that's normal shit. I think that's like average person that just knows that, like, like Jared said, it's a long run like when you're really with somebody it's not it's like you don't got to do everything all the time you don't have to be this like put this pressure on yourself and so I think that's why yeah I think going back like though it's like naturally we're pair bonders and we're born to bond and that's our whole entire I always think of you biological makeup yeah so it's like going to parties and not realizing like you've been given cocaine (laughs) at the party yeah 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 and then all of a sudden the cocaine stops you're like why am I not having as much fun Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's just like that's the amount of drugs or 
brain chemicals that are pumped into you to incentivize you to connect with somebody in the beginning are yeah. insane. Like yeah, your yeah, body yeah. is pumping you full of cocaine yeah. to make the party seem more fun <laughs> yeah. so that you do get to that phase yeah. where you're committed <laughs> yes. and you're stable. Yeah. And then once you're there, your brain is like, oh, we can stop providing the cocaine because yeah. like they've done the thing. Yeah. And now you're like, why is it boring? It's like, <laughs> It, it was never that fun. No, it was never. Just, just be normal. I think that's the thing is the like, I could relate in the story, I guess, to the lesson of um, like seeing Stacy. The reason why she was even having the threesome is because she didn't want to be boring. Yes. Like she was afraid of being boring. Afraid of like basically her relationship before the pressure of being like, you're boring and you're not this, you're not that. And really she just wants to get to the comfortable phase, truthfully. And here being in this one, she's like, okay, I don't want to be boring. So this is why I'm doing this thing. And I, when I read that, I was kind of like, I could think of all the times in my, like when I was growing up and when I was figuring myself out of just feeling that pressure of like, I don't want to be boring. So you like, you would say you were a freak. If you would ask me that question, are you a freak? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm a freak. And you're like, what? <laughs> why would you say that? You're not a freak. But didn't you believe it at one point? I don't even know if I've ever believed it. Now that you asked that, because I'm like, let me think about that. Hmm. Because that was a age, sex, location question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It was like, <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? Where do you and live? Are you a freak? And are you a freak? <laughs> I think that was exactly that. That's the thing. You would just say it because you're, you didn't want to say you weren't, because then now you're a prude. Now you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's really it. It's asking that. Are you cool or are you a loser? <laughs> <laughs> so you can't answer so duh I'm gonna say I'm cool <laughs> but in reality no I'm a loser <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's not even that extreme right it's not that black or white and so that's why you're like when I would think about that that terminology even that thought that people would kind of put onto you is like yeah you probably like you said did you believe it you were made to believe you were simply because you were probably okay to talk about sex like that was kind of a thing, especially when I was growing up. I'm like, I remember anytime we were around any guys, if you were just comfortable to just say anything about any kind of intimate experience, they like labeled you immediately like, whoa, you are a wild girl. And you're like, no, I'm not. I'm just like, I'm curious. Can you tell me, do you like this thing or not? I like really want to know. You're like, how else would I learn if I don't get to like just freely talk about this? But you realize in stories like, like Three Ways or any story about sex in general, how much people don't just talk about sex. Don't just like comfortably like sit and be like, I just want to talk with my partner about like, what do you like or what don't you like? And that's when, yeah, you become... Are you a freak or are you a prude? <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> right away. That label gets like put onto you right away. And you're like, I don't think it's that extreme, but I think people live in that box. Yes. And do you think that this movie aims to liberate people from that? Yes, ideally. Or just, or to normalize, to make them feel more normal, which is why, you know, like I, so many people after watching it have told me like, I didn't realize I was a Stacy. Part of the interruption, but popping in for our last ad break to tell you about ZocDoc. And I love talking about ZocDoc because it is free and it's a no-brainer. It's a genius service. So we all know that feeling that we get when we've been searching online for something and we finally find the thing and it's top rated and it's good and we get it and the quality is exactly what we hoped for. Why not get that feeling in doctors as well? So ZocDoc is a service that allows you to read through patient-reviewed doctors who take your insurance and are available when you need them and how you need them. Then you can select an appointment and you can go to your appointment. Many doctors are available within 48 hours of you going on ZocDoc to begin with. It's really a great service. I've utilized it multiple times, most recently with my feet because I've 
you know, I had some foot things going on, but I don't anymore because I had a great doctor work on them. Again, ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about appointments with thousands of top-rated patient reviews, doctors, and specialists. Find and book a top-rated doctor today. Go to ZocDoc.com lovers and download the app for free. I'm going to spell it out for you. Z-O-C-D-O-C dot C-O-M slash lovers to download the app and get your search on. That's what's interesting for me now at this stage and age of my life in terms of talking about sex is hearing somebody really openly say like who they are and being really okay with it and not having any judgments, just being like, I get where you're at. That's why I'm like, yeah, asking me now, are you a freak? I'm like, no, (laughs) because I know myself and I know who I am. And so I'm very comfortable in this phase of my life. So I don't feel the need to prove anything. And oftentimes now that I think about it, when somebody says they're a freak, it's like it comes to me. It's like somebody saying like you're really funny, yeah, or like I'm really fast. You're like we're gonna no, race. You know what? That's actually more like. It's a woman who call themselves goofy. Yeah. When I'm like, you're not goofy. You're not goofy. You're not goofy. Just because you tripped up the stairs. <laughs> I'm really goofy. <laughs> I don't really know. Like I'm actually super goofy, and I'm like, you're not funny. It's, it's, you have no sense if of humor. You have to start it with people don't know. <laughs> Guys don't know, then let me tell you something right now. You are literally not funny. Like, because the person that's funny, everybody knows. Like, yes. they can't, I actually can't hide it. It's just like spilling out of them. The goofy person that's like, I'm telling you. You're like, no. No, you're not goofy. You're not goofy. And that's why that, that's how that label kind of goes. It's like, if you're saying it, which is why I'm like, when we were younger, that question would come up. And that kind of thing would come up. So you would talk about that. And it immediately puts this pressure onto you that's like, now what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, told this boy I was a freak. So I guess let me be a freak. And you're yes. like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> and then usually it wasn't sexually adventurous stuff. It was... For them. It was self-please. It was like just to please them. It was things that would put you in a position of <laughs> powerlessness. Yes. And so you're like, uh, I guess I'll... This isn't a freak. Right. This isn't a freak. <laughs> this is a doormat. In reality, no. I was saying that too because like... We got asked that question constantly when you're younger. Yeah. And I wonder if in the comment section below, has that changed for the youth? Like, are they now, is there a new way of being like, hey, are you open to doing the normal five things <laughs> in sex that most people do? I'd be curious And is there a different too. way of asking that? And be like, are you a freak? Which is leaves it so open-ended. But most dudes who asked me if I'm a freak and claim to be freaks mm-hmm. didn't give oral sex to women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so where's <sir>? the bar? <laughs> Sir, let's start. Let's let's take it back because you're actually a prude. Yeah. That's where we're starting. <laughs> a real prude. <laughs> you are a prude and I'm normal. Yeah. And I need you to get to here. That's all. Because, yeah, that was always it. It was like if they did ask you, it it was just so that they can see what you would do for them and not not because they were like, great, I found my person. It was like it's the weirdest set of questions. I think it's important to ask a follow-up question when somebody asks, are you a freak? It's like, what are you really asking me if I do? Uh-huh. Because they're probably thinking of one specific thing like, yes. yes, will you let me yes. have sex with your breasts? Yes. Like, just say that. That's, you know what? That's an aha. It's just like, yeah, they actually are just asking about one thing. Not even 10 or 5. One specific thing that they're hoping you're into. And usually if they are asking that, asking it like that, like, are you a freak instead of just saying it plain? I find it's because they've been rejected. Like the idea has been like, that's bad. That you shouldn't be doing that. Kind of like that. And so that's why they're like, I'm not going to just say it outright. I'm just going to ask weird questions. Like, 
So like that put the awkwardness and judgment on you. Yeah. Rather than like being vulnerable in this moment and saying, hey, here's what I like. Yeah. Some people don't. Yes. Do you accept me? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's and you know what? Honestly, in reality, that's why I was like, that's very much what it was for me with Stacy. Her boyfriend before told her she was boring and he never really said what he needed and what he wanted from her or even just asked her, like, do you like to do this thing or just had that conversation. So she was going into her sex life with this label of like, I'm a prude. I don't really like to do certain things. In reality, all sex, all relationship is just you finding somebody who's going to communicate with you and who's going to be like, let's talk about it. Okay, you're not comfortable with this thing. That's okay. I don't mind. Or how can we get you on page with me? Whatever that looks like. And yeah, that's I'm like, I do wonder. Do the kid, are the kids saying, are you a freak? They shouldn't. They shouldn't. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> Ask the direct question. Do you do this? And I'm telling you, everything will be better. Yeah, <laughs> easier for sure. What did this experience teach you about your own sex life? Um, hmm. You know what? If anything, it taught me more so about my um, comfortability with myself. And that was something I didn't always have in my sex life. I, I did always, I, I was in a space before with sex where I would more so approach it from thinking more so about my partner more than me. Just always kind of almost thinking like you're like a difficult person in a way. Like, oh, well, I don't really need this. And I don't really, you know. And instead, I came out of this realizing like, one, I was comfortable in my body. I was comfortable with myself. And I was actually. Because you were willing to pull it all out there on film. Yeah. And I was like, and I was actually more comfortable with sex than I thought. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that you're like, oh, I'm okay to like have a discussion. Because if there was anything that I kept thinking about from like, you know, if this was, if Stacy or anybody was real, she was like your girlfriend. Be like, nobody at any point is just discussing what they like. Like, but if that's now taking it back, if somebody was to ask me about a threesome, I'd be like, let's talk about what that looks like to you so that we could all be on page. Because when we think about threesomes, and especially if you think about them in films, you think about just like two girls and a guy and the girls are going to make out and then it's going to be this thing. It's like the sexiest night of their life. And they're not quite like that. It's like it's three people in a room. Like there's there's some choreography that has to happen. And not everybody's going to like the same thing. So I'm like, yeah, if I now realize that I'm in a place of just growth where it's like sex is 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 a discussion. And that in itself is sexy for me is like, let's discuss. Let's talk about what we actually want. Let's like get there. And then now we can do it instead of just like jumping in, <laughs> jumping into the deep end and we both just have to figure it out, which has very much been my experience in the past. I was just like, okay, let's just hope this works out and hope the guy likes whatever the hell I'm doing. And in reality, I don't even know if either of us are happy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're both bored. <laughs> both disappointed and sad. But I think that's kind of the right place to land because the other thing is like, not resting too hard in either label. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking of someone in particular, my sister Lauren, who like <laughs> loves the term prude okay. and like owns it as a badge really? of honor. And I think that's also really as limiting. Yeah. And not limiting is the wrong word because when you say you're a freak and you're open to anything and you'll do every and anything, mm-hmm. you find yourself getting a happy ending massage on your birthday that you paid for that you didn't like. <laughs> and you're like, I'm paying for this <laughs> discomfort. Why? Yeah. So... That's not positive either. But the person who never even tries anything or starts the conversation because they're like, well, I don't have to because my label has proved, you know, has certain. Yeah. It's absolutely the same. And they're they're doing themselves 
they're 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 actually doing themselves a disservice. And that's again like kind of going back to why I think discussion is is good because like in reality they probably just have to talk it out a bit. Like somebody just has to kind of explain what it is they're looking for. But if they're thinking about it as the extreme, like the other end of it is I'm a freak. So I don't want to do any of that. So this is why I'm a prude. It's like, yeah, then oh my God, how limiting. Have you ever <laughs> had sex with a freak before? That's a good question. If you got to think about it, the answer is no. I know. <laughs> I know. Right. Because all of a sudden I'm like, oh, all the, any of the guys that have been with me are like, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> which maybe it's not even a compliment. I'm like, have I? What would be happening that would indicate that they were a freak? Yeah, I think it's I think it's, it's the suggestion. It's like what they want to do. I feel like it's that if I looked at you and I'm like, here's what I think Andrea would like in the bedroom. Yeah. And then instead, it's something no. so Regular. different. <laughs> oh, OK. Then I'm like, OK, you're onto some freaky shit. <laughs> no. When I think of a freak, honestly, I, I think, think of, of a bingo card. I'm not yeah. thinking of five things. I'm like, there's, you know, there's. Yeah, there's, there's like a lot of things. <laughs> have I been with someone before that pulled something out of the box that was so like I didn't have that on my bingo card? <laughs> have you had that? I don't think I have. That's what I'm saying. They've all been on the card. Yeah. <laughs> like, like stuff, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what's the rebrand that we need? So like people want a word to describe their sexual appetite mm-hmm. and they want a fun word. Maybe it is freak, but it's just a redefinition of what we think that is. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, or I I'm open. Freak, freak I'm, I'm open. En- I'm enthusiastic. Yes, freak absolutely means I'm enthusiastic. That's what a freak should mean, is that you're an enthusiastic partner. You are like, somebody is not going to say something. You're not going to be like, ew, ugh, no. Like, even if that's your immediate thought, you're probably still going to be like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, let's... um. Okay. Yeah. When I do you want to do that? I actually like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Describe yourself as enthusiastic. Me too. Because <laughs> an enthusiastic person, their yeses are yeses. Yes. Doesn't mean they say yes to everything though. Yes. But they but they are open to hearing. They're not going to judge you. It's like a judge-free zone. Or you can have a conversation and they're not going to judge you in hearing about like stuff you've done. Like you know what I mean? Like a like a freak in reality. I'm like, um, it's not going to get mad if you. If you tell them a story about something you've done in the past that's not their appetite, they're going to be like, oh, wow, okay, and be interested in it. They're going to be enthusiastic. Enthusiastic partner. I love the end of the movie um, (laughs) because she's watching them do things and she's like, I'm not interested in sexually. I've already come so hard that my asshole fell out. (laughs) Indirect quote there. (laughs) But I'm ready to go. And so she says initially, like, I've already had my fill. Mm -hmm. You guys are doing more than... My cup has already run it over. <laughs> I don't need any more. Mm-hmm. So this is all you guys here. And I'm going to quit my job. It's all good. And then she comes back and she's like, I'm not going to quit my job. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think I'll see you guys again. <laughs> yeah. Which is just like in the final word of being change is gradual. Yes. Yeah. I, honestly, that that's that to me is um, is the journey of the prude in a sexual space is like change is gradual. Uh, finding who you are is gradual. And also you can know your limit and be okay in it. You don't have to feel like you got to still stay at the party. Like get, you know, when you, you get to that phase of your life where you're like, I actually don't have to go out. Like, and I don't have FOMO. I don't, I'm, I'm glad to scroll through my Instagram, looking at you partying. And I'm glad I'm in my house. When you get to that and you're happy, Oh, it's just... I'm going to push it one step further. I like what you said, because it's also being like, I'm going to push myself to go out even though I don't want to, mm-hmm. because it could be fun. 
and then getting there and having just as much fun as you need and I'm being like, I'm going to leave. Home time now. It's been like, you've only been here 45 minutes. Yeah. And it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. And it comes with a little bit of a push. Like there was this, uh, see the thing is podcast. Yeah. And you know that podcast? Mm-hmm. But there was a clip that they, was, they were talking about brain plasticity. The sweet spot is between 30 to 35 because your frontal lobe has congealed. You've already had at least one or two mistakes or children. But you're not totally stuck in your ways. You're not stuck in your ways yet. So you're mushy. You're malleable like clay. Wow, that's not manipulative at all. And that's why we like the music that we like. And we're going to be like, you know, it was the best time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. When you that. were in high school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's been new songs since then. So <laughs> keep up. So there becomes a time when you become more set in your ways. And so... I do think you do have to be mindful of that Mm -hmm. and still push yourself. Yeah. Like I push myself really hard when it comes to music. Yeah. I don't want anything new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want none of it new. But I'm like, no, I have to like invite new ideas, invite new messages. I think the same thing when it comes to sex. Yeah. You're gonna get to a time in your life where you're like, I don't want to try new stuff. Mm -hmm. You might be in your pre-Stacy phase. Stacy the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So I challenge you to like go a little bit outside your comfort zone, but then know when the party's over for you. Just know when the party's over and know who you are and know that it's okay to be that. But absolutely, I do think it's that. It's like, don't put a label on you that is, is, uh, that is actually just going to hinder you in reality. Any label, freak or prude, don't put these labels on you. Just be enthusiastic. Just be enthusiastic. <laughs> What's one thing you're enthusiastic about possibly trying in the future sexually and one thing you're enthusiastically watching other people do but saying that's not for me? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've never thought about this. Hmm. Maybe I should try a threesome. <laughs> maybe maybe that would be, Shannon, let's like, I should definitely do yeah, that. Like, that actually is a very enthusiastic <laughs> guess for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you've said it, you have it. I'm like, maybe I should. No, now that I say it right now, I'm like, no, still not ready. No. <laughs> still, fast. Yeah. Still, still not ready. Still not for me. No, yeah, 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 thinking about it. No, no. <laughs> okay, that's your enthusiastic. <laughs> enthusiastic. others. Enthusiastic Shan, go do that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's and then retail. Your- <laughs> retail be like, oh, sounds good. Uh, um... I'd have to think about that. What's yours? I think mine's threesome, but I want to just take that because that, that seems basic. Yeah. Like I could go a little bit deeper. I'd like to enthusiastically, I need, I don't need. I've never had an experience with a woman before. Okay. I think that's really something I'm there with, but oh. I think that I'm not expecting it to be more than what I know it is. Because I think I've been waiting to be overcome. Okay. Like with, by a woman. Yes. Okay. That's just not my sexual appetite. Yeah. It's never going to be that like, oh, I saw the woman all of a sudden now. I, I know because those are the stories. That, that's Eric Jerome Dickey. It is. Maybe that's <laughs> it. Like my programming for this has been like, I'm not experiencing this because I haven't experienced that person yet. That, so it's not that. Yeah. That's how we've been. That's absolutely how we've been. Pro- women been programmed a lot and how I, I know you and I have in that way that it's like, you're supposed to just be walking up the street and this woman just overpowers you. Yeah, and you're like, everything that I thought, I must all the boy bands <laughs> that I lusted her. after, I must be it with. was a lie. And no, it's, it's definitely not that. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely just got to be like, I just want to be with that person. I'm going to try this. I'm just going to try it. With you. With this person. Because you're safe. Yes. And that's how that feels. Hmm. My enthusiastic no, though, I think is going to be... Um, I think anything... I th- you know what? Honestly, it's going to be role-playing. I really want to do role playing. I want to do the whole like teacher, I, student. I like, want to do avatars in space. I want all that. It's just right now, I still, I'm still 
a bully. So I'd be bullying myself like you're such a fucking loser right now. You're not actually an avatar dummy. And I know that I can't get past that. Okay. I know it would be cool to do it. Yeah, I, maybe that will be my enthusiastic guess. I, I would be I'd be more open, I guess, to uh, role playing, but not like avatar type stuff, like something fun. Like, I, I don't you know, like when you hear couples say like that they go places and act like they don't know each other. Yes. Like, what? I'm like, again. But every, you're a great actor. But I'm like, no, but that would so be too comedic you. for me then. I, I know that I'd I know that I'd be ready to break at any point. Like I'm looking for cut. <laughs> I'm like, when does it's me? <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Do you like my hair? It's me. Like I know I'd be that dumb girl. So that's why I'm like, I, in reality, I should try it just to like remain in character. But I'd probably be silly at it. <laughs> so enthusiastically. Andrew, I think you're Stacy. <laughs> through and through. Because it's like the threesome scares me. Yeah, the threesome actually scares Role me. Role playing worries you. It would be too too silly for you. Too I goofy. Know, too goofy. Too goofy. Too goofy. Don't want you guys to People know don't this, know this about me. But I'm a bit goofy. <laughs> all right, I hope this helped people. Um, where can people do all the things? Where can they go? How did they find? Okay, yes. Yeah, so three ways presented by Anscape, which is on Hulu currently right now. Woof, 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 woof. Huge um, deal. I know, it's a big deal. It's a big deal because one, like Anscape is this amazing company that kind of promotes black uh, storytelling and black filmmakers and and just like, especially stories like this that is kind of like taboo and talking about stuff that we don't always get to see uh, from the black perspective. And then Hulu also is just like, they're like pumping out black rom-coms. Like they're just like, hey baby, like let's go there. So being on that platform, A plus. And um, yeah, they can watch it right now on Hulu. Shout out to Andrea. All right, guys, here is my big idea that I've been thinking about. I love the podcast Shits and Giggles. And I was wondering, is there a femme version of that? that would be interesting. And sh- would Andrea be interested in doing it with me? Maybe a couple other people too, maybe like four. I think, you know, groups of four women um, and femmes seems to be like a nice a nice mix. That's just a thought starter I wanted to throw out there. Speaking of things I want to throw out there, go and check out the new movie. It is called Three Ways. It's on Hulu. It's sex and comedy told in three ways. Sexually awkward Stacey Johnson decides to take control of her life, cancel her ex, and conquer her fears by having a threesome with her new beau and a mysterious woman she's never met. What could possibly go wrong? Well, go find out. Follow Andrea on Instagram at Andrea Lewis. Also check out her series called The Black Beauty Effect, which I believe is like an award-nominated exceptional series with huge names and just, it's a big deal. Andrea's a big deal and I'm really proud of you. Thank you for coming through. Last but not least before we go, I wanted to get an expert who I perceive to be an expert on freaks to tell y'all if you're freaks or not. Tayomi is a sexologist and sex therapist with over 12 years of experience who specializes in unlocking pleasure for clients. She has over 140 million views on her YouTube channel and you can follow her at the real Glamazon Tayomi and at Glam Erotica 101 on YouTube. It's a follow you're not gonna regret, I promise you. No matter where you are, on the vanilla to freak spectrum. I just want to say that I think the term freak has gotten like, at one point in time, it had this negative connotation and now everybody wants to wear it as a badge of honor, but just know what it what comes with the, uh, the, the title or the label of freak. People are automatically going to assume that you are open. You cannot fake it. You can't fake being a freak. I think that there's a pressure now 
for people to determine how freaky they are just because we do live like in a hookup culture. Kink and BDSM is now more mainstream because of Fifty Shades of Grey and all, all of the representations that we're seeing in film and television now. And so vanilla people are really looking at sex as it's being presented on social media and in like film and television and saying like, well, where do I fall on this spectrum? And, and do I have to? Is there a need for me to, you know, determine what my freak level is? And so I just think it's funny because um, there isn't really a need for it. But I also think that it's a good thing because people who are traditionally kind of closeted or closed off to certain things sexually, they're starting to explore more now. There are levels to being a freak because, you know, sexuality exists on a spectrum. So, like, entry-level freak, I would say, like, even vanilla people don't understand that some of the things that they're entering into aren't vanilla. For instance, smacking ass, that's impact play. That's BDSM, right? So you think you're vanilla, but if you enjoy smacking ass or having your ass smacked, you're already tinky. <laughs> if you enjoy your hair being pulled or if you enjoy having like stockings wrapped around your wrist, or even if you enjoy wearing stockings and sex, those are all fetishes like in kink. So um, I would say that these are like common things that people typically do. And that's like entry level freak. And then when you start to engage in what I call pervertibles, and it also fetishes things that aren't considered to be sexy or sexually arousing, but they are, then it's like you're getting to mid-level freak. Or like if you're using items that typically wouldn't be used sexually and you're finding creative ways to do that, you're getting into the mid-level freak zone, you know? Um, and then if you're starting to do things like going to sex parties and, you know, having public and group sex and um, you're starting to like move into harder kinks like um being saran wrapped like like saran wrapped and mummification which i've done i love that um <laughs> or like play with wax and things like that now i'm just starting to get a little deeper into the freedom and so there's definitely levels and i think it's very healthy for people to explore the different levels by doing research know where you're at Stay in that lane until you can safely journey into the next level of that with either a guide or a partner. It's also okay with setting boundaries. A freak does not mean that you're just in it for whatever. You're very sure about the things that you like. And in those things, you're willing to push your boundaries slightly um, to see how far you can push yourself as far as the on the scale of pleasure in those things that you really enjoy and that you really want to experiment with. Lovers and Friends is executive produced by Shared Entertainment's Shan Boudram. It is produced by Boudram and Crizia Cruz with production support from 2S Entertainment's Adam Krasner and Brianna Barone. The Lovers and Friends theme song is produced by Sean Ross and performed by Jared Brady, who also does the scoring and engineering on our episodes. Lovers and Friends is powered by Audioboom and made possible by our incredible sponsors who you can show love to by reading our show notes. The biggest international festival for the business of podcasting is back. The Podcast Show London will bring together thousands of podcast creators under one roof on the 22nd and 23rd of May. Also featuring major industry players, global brands, and some of the most iconic voices in podcasting. 
plus creator meetups, networking and an evening festival of unmissable live shows. Passes from £89. Book yours now at thepodcastshowlondon.com. Listener.